expressed in this podcast are solely those of the authors and guests of the podcast. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Soberless Thoughts. I'm Mike Gerdenbeck. I'm Alex Gorley. And these are all Soberless Thoughts. I was almost right on the money. I was almost there. Almost there. Almost there. Yeah. Almost perfect. Guess what today is? What is today? Uh, Today we're recording on Cinco de Mayo. Cinco de Mayo. And a a fucking tequila in it up, buddy. Oh, dude. It is Revenge of the Fifth. (laughs) Ah. That's a... That's a double one. <laughs> I've got uh, Montezuma, and you said it's Montezuma's Revenge? Well, that's what we always called it, because it is like, man, Montezuma is a tequila, and you got like the Blanco that is like, I, not the trash on any means, but every time I drank it, it was never a good morning. Uh, just make you feel like wonderful deliciousness, I guess. Uh <laughs> So what you're saying is I need to take my hangover pills. For sure. <laughs> You'll need them. All right. I'm uh, I'm drinking Jose Cuervo Especial, uh, made with blue agave. Uh, mine's 40% 80 proof. Uh, it's the Jose Cuervo Gold, so it's like, it didn't really say this on it, I don't see, but I guess you would call it the Reposado, so it's like more of the amber color where they... Agent in barrels. Reposado. Jose Cuervo, right? Yeah. So that's what I got. So um, Jose Cuervo is a tequila. Um, duh. Uh, 40% 80 proof. Yeah, mine's 40% 80 proof. Nice. Uh, yours is a uh, like a silver or a blanco, uh, so clear. Mine's a reposado, so it's got a little bit more of that amber hue. Uh, you'll usually those those are aged in barrels. That's where you get the little amber hue to it. Yeah, when I was um, at the liquor store, I almost didn't buy the Jose Cuervo because for whatever reason, I thought it wasn't tequila because it wasn't clear. No, oh, really. <laughs> um, I mean, you know, uh, you can get silver. I do like silver. It is definitely smooth, but you you pick up more of those nuances with the. Uh, like the Reposado, or there's actually another one called Añejo, which is like if you smoke tequila. Smoke it? Yeah, it's it's almost like a smoky scotch version of tequila. Oh, you put it on your herb? Yeah, and there's even one further than that called like Mezcal, which that's a whole other kind of genre. It's kind of like the difference between like scotch and Irish whiskey on that one. Oh, yeah, definitely stick with the Irish whiskey. Fuck that scotch yeah. stuff. <laughs> you love it. Uh, <laughs> no. no, no. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the tequila, all of ours should be made with agave, which is a giant ass plant that they uh, brew tequila out of, which we or distilled tequila out of, which we've actually talked about in the past. So I won't go yeah. into too much crazy detail yeah, yeah, until yeah. we do a legitimate tequila. When we do like a high end tequila, I'll go further into it. So. So tonight we are uh, talking about the lost colony of Roanoke. Roanoke. And what they have to do with tequila, I have no idea. I I don't know either, but it's uh, May the 5th. 
Yeah. And that was one of the days that they were on the colony. That's right. That's right. They were. So <laughs> if they had tequila, they would have drank it. So that's yes. what we're going to go with. Exactly right. How are you drinking your tequila, by the way? I put my tequila in with some uh, lime lime margarita mix. Nice. And uh, some some blended up ice. Yeah. And made a frozen margarita. And then that sat on the table for a while. And it <laughs> melted. Yeah. And then, and I drank some of it. But uh, after I got back to it, I said, well, shit. And it, and it was pretty much all melted. So I threw a bunch of ice cubes in it. And then I filled the glass the rest of the way back up with the tequila. Nice. So that's what I'm drinking. Nice. Yeah. Well, do you want to try your tequila and I'll try mine? Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I've been drinking it all night. Let's yeah. try it. I'm drinking mine shot form. Woo! Oh, where's that lime at? Ooh. That's a tart-ass lime. Where's the salt? Oh, I didn't have it with me. Ah. Actually, salt's my favorite part. All right, Alex. So you uh, you found out about the uh, the lost colony of Roanoke. You did some research on this thing. I definitely did some research on this thing. You figured out that the aliens came and kidnapped everybody. That's that's always the answer. <laughs> when in doubt, aliens. Or was it the swamp apes? Swamp, swamp donkey. Was that what it was? No. Was it? What was it? Was it the swamp apes? Was that? Is was that what the shit you call? I, I feel like you called Bigfoot something else. I was like swamp monkeys, maybe. Because I remember whatever it was, you were like, "Ah, oh, that's fucking derogatory." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just towards Bigfoots, <laughs> right? <laughs> no, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, we definitely did some research on the lost. Colony of Roanoke. Oak, oak, oak. Uh, do you know where Roanoke's at? Uh, Roanoke. Great geography. Uh, Roanoke, the town, is in Virginia, I think. But uh, the lost colony was actually in North Carolina, in the Outer Banks area. Yeah. That's right. Fucking gold star. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, but yeah, the lost city of Roanoke is on the Outer Banks. It is uh, one of... I wouldn't exactly call it a city. <laughs> yeah, I guess it wasn't a city. Like, lo- the lost colony. Yeah. The lost... It. I don't know. It, it was like a trailer park size. Uh, <laughs> the- lost trailer park of... <laughs> North Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe, oh, that's great. Maybe the lost attempted colony, we should say. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're actually... So, by the way, just to kind of give it some reference. So all this is going to happen between the years of 18... Or I'm sorry, 1584 and 1587 ish up to about 1590 um but the majority of it happening between 84 and 87 so roanoke so we we all have kind of heard fairy tales of the lost colony 
the lost trailer park of <laughs> North Carolina. Yeah. And, you know, the, it's always been like, what happened? Was it a meth explosion? Was it, uh, you know, was it aliens? Was it zombie Bigfoots? What was it? <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, the, 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 so basically to give it context, so what happened was, before I get into too much detail, the roundabout thing is there was a colony. There was a guy left. He came back to the colony to check on him. Years later, he gets there. No one's there, right? Right. Uh, and we've heard the story. Uh, he goes in there. There's actually written on a post the word Croatoan. And, you know, everyone's always figured out, like, what does that mean? What's the connotation? Like, what? everyone freaks out. Like, is that, like, fucking spell work? What the fuck does Croatoan mean? And then that's when people, like, start in on the theories. Um but to give you a little backstory of it, so the colony that disappeared wasn't the first colony of Roanoke. Basically, England had been to Roanoke at least like a couple of times before the actual lost colony. So they went there one time. We mapped the area where, um, you know, they had a guy literally just kind of uh, hanging out on the boat. He was like usually an artist. And somehow they would get the most accurate maps from a guy just like watching the edge of the uh like of the bays and whatnot like that's where all the maps come from because they just had someone on a boat just and they're drawing the shit out as they drove by it that's fucking wild i know to think someone had that capability like there had to been more involved i'm sure like compasses mathematics all that kind of shit but holy fuck that they did that back then is kind of impressive um now the second time they went there, um, they went there and actually kind of like started a little colony. Now, the first time they were there, excuse me, um, they kind of actually got to know a lot of the tribes, uh, the local natives, which one of them being the Roanoke tribe and the other one being the Croatoans. Yeah. And at first, they were very, um, you know, they're very welcoming. Uh, they didn't mind the, um, you know, the the English people there, anything like that. Like, there's no bad blood, but um, they started to, I don't know if you want to say, get on the native nerves. But there was a um, a guy that was like self-proclaimed governor of the area due to England. And that was their style back then. Um, and he, I'm trying to find his name right now, but he basically was hanging out there. His name was Ralph Lane. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, um, so he was the first governor of the Roanoke Island. Uh, he was not, from what I've read is wouldn't he he's kind of an asshole. Let's put it that way. He wasn't a nice guy. He wasn't very much for diplomacy. And he thought that the tribes after after they welcomed him would eventually try to like rise up and overthrow him. So then he basically started to like execute people of the local tribe to it keep him like away. He was drunk. Probably. God. He was he was trying to keep him away from, you know, the colony. And then he ended up actually killing the king of the local tribe, the whose chief. name is the chief 
well, the one I found is they called him a king for some reason. So Chief King, his name was, uh, ah, damn it, I'm going to mess this up. Uh, Winninga? Virginia? Yeah. It's W I N G I N A. Winginia. Once he did that, the tribe of the local Roanoke Islands, they were like, uh uh, this shit's over with. So then they started to attack the colony. And literally, when people would leave the colony, they'd just get murdered, just get capped. Uh, they did not fuck around anymore because they were like, no, you cross the line. You all are not, you know, you aren't supposed to be here. Screw all you all. Um, so eventually they got driven out of their colony and then they left. Right. right. Uh, they did, however, leave 15 soldiers behind to kind of keep the fort up or their little colony. Yes. Uh, and then the rest of it went back to England. Well, then all of a sudden, like a year later, the new colony comes and they actually had a guy who was the captain and who was going to be the governor of the new colony. Uh, the guy's name was John White. Yes. And John White was actually part of the first attempt over there. Yes. he. So he was actually the guy that made the maps. Right. He was the artist. Yeah. And he uh, apparently was the most it like the maps if you actually put them today when you take consideration like the shifting landscape of some of the you know like coastline it is almost identical and for him to do it by hand by sight is pretty impressive oh i'm impressed yeah i'm impressed uh, uh, yeah i mean i'm just saying i've got i'm gonna buy this guy's jersey is what i'm gonna say yeah maybe put his uh picture on the wall if he ever stood for one found that out too he didn't he never stood for a photo even though he has like all these maps and shit he drew no he says uh i got too much tequila to drink i don't have time to stand for this that's right happy single de mayo mr john white john white john white um when he came back the second time he was going to be governor you say that's right. So John White is uh, the uh, great great grandfather of Jack uh, White from the White Stripes. Uh, fun fact. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that whole uh, Seven Nation Army. That was about the Roanoke Islands. Yeah, <laughs> that's good with that. <laughs> so, uh, how many of the fifteen guys that they left behind were there when the second group get got there? Uh, I don't think any of them. Yeah, I don't think any of them were. So were they the original missing colony? <laughs> I mean, essentially. Now, well, here's the thing, though. They found bones of them. Like, they found remnants of them, and they said that, um, I guess there was actually a record of them, but the the 15, four of them left. Like, so, like last four, they jumped on a boat and just tried to hightail it out of there. And the first 15... Um, they said yeah, essentially got killed off by like the local natives one by one. You know there was like uh, remnants of bones and like I guess skulls and stuff that the tribe had been like, "Do not come here. We don't want you all here anymore." So, right. you know. Well, I'm just a simple man who needs a simple pair of breeches to handle my workload. 
That's why I rely on Dr. Brown's streak-resistant underwear. These cotton fibers are made from technologies. Some even say it's what astronauts wear. So no matter where I go, no matter what I do, I don't care. And Dr. Brown's streak-resistant underwear. Yeah, so we're talking about Governor John White. Yeah, Governor John White. Governor Governor John John Whitey White. So, like you said earlier, um, he was part of the the second, technically, expedition to the Roanoke Islands. He was a a mapist, choreographer. No, what is it called? Uh, What is it? Artist. Cartographer. Thank you. Thank you, uh, Judge. Um, Judge. Judge Cass. I'm just kidding. Um, I don't know. I, I was thinking of Alex Trebek, like, judges rule? Gotcha. Um, cartographer. Uh, anyway, cartographer. so he is a exploring cartographer and artist, all the above. Um, Did you so, know that uh, in the, in the, when he came the first time, mm-hmm. it was all men? And then when they came the second time, they brought women and children with them. And yes. those included his daughter, his daughter's husband. And she was like nine months pregnant when they got there. Yeah. Which they tell you not to travel when you're uh, more than nine months or six months pregnant. Yeah. Uh, or have so, a heart you know. condition. Yeah. Of course, that shit used to take months. So she probably was just barely, she probably got pregnant on the ride over and then. <laughs> uh, what, what else are you gonna do on a boat? Yeah, or she like wasn't even showing it and didn't know. You know? Yeah, yeah. Because back then it was just like, yeah, I missed one. It happens all the time. Yeah, yeah. It was just stress because of this upcoming voyage. You know, stress will make you miss a period. Oh, of course. I'm glad that we're optometrists or not optometrists, but OBGYNs. Gynecologists? Yeah, we're gynecologists, and we know all yeah. about the female anatomy. Well, yes, of course we do, Dr. Mike. Yes, uh, thank you, Professor Alex. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's funny you mention her, because, uh, you know, that baby, that yeah. baby. Yeah, the baby. Uh, would be, end up being the first English-born citizen or I guess person born in the United States. Yeah. The first English Christian person born in the new world. God fearing American. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Of course, there was also, you know, a million people probably already here, but hey, they were the first English ones. So we're going to write that shit down in the English, in the, yeah, Yeah. in the English uh, history book. Yeah. And she didn't even live to see her first birthday, unfortunately. Maybe, um, that's that's part of the theory. So maybe, maybe. So yeah. So and John what was White, her name? Uh, Dare. What was her first name? Virginia Dare. That's right, Virginia Dare. I pulled that one out of my ass. To be Good honest job, with you, because I was looking for that name in my notes. I was like, God damn it! I know it's in here. Where the hell is that at? <laughs> um, yeah, Virginia Dare. Uh. So John, so that was John White's granddaughter. Yep. Um, so she was, so basically, so yeah, they, the colony arrives. 
which was consisted of 87 men, 17 women, 11 kids. God damn. Uh, but the problem was they get there, you know, when they arrived there, it was during a drought, uh, apparently that had lasted like hundreds of years and it was too late in the season to like put their own crops. So they were basically like a couple months in, they're like, Hey, someone's got to go back and get us supplies. We're kind of shit out of luck right now. Like we need some shit. So I think it was a 20 year drought. Was it? Yeah. Cause I had another one that was like. It said like 800. I swear to God, it said 800 year drought. It might have been 80, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> you can't ever tell with this stuff. Um, <laughs> um, we're, we're climatologists as well. Yeah. <laughs> nice word, climatologist. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so there was a drought essentially, and it was too late in the season for them to actually plant any crops. So they just had to survive the winter through what they had. So they sent John White back out, which he was like, you know, as the governor, I'll go back out. I'll uh, take these ships. We'll go get supplies and, you know, we'll be right back going a grocery run. So, you know Only- what else happened uh, as to why they were kind of already shit out of luck when they got there? What? One of their main vessels that was coming across, uh, when they got to the North Carolina coast, it ran ashore and hit a sandbar and, uh, and, uh, they lost a lot of their food that they had stored on that ship, which was their main, like basically their main supply of food. Oh, no shit. Yeah, so they were already starting out fucked. Should have came over with the pilgrims. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, you know what's funny? Um, this, now I don't know if you read this part about, so so John White was the captain and the governor, but he had actually like a, um, like a second in command who was actually more of an avid seaman. Uh, that's the best way. Uh, like he was a, like his first mate Sailor. essentially. Sailor. Yeah. Um, that silly sailor. Uh, he basically like they wanted to originally go to Jamestown and not Roanoke, right? And basically, his first mate was like, "No, we're not doing that. Uh, we don't want to make the trip, you know, for whatever reasons." Um, so, so they didn't go. So they ended up just kind of staying at Roanoke on top of. Uh, Roanoke was a good place to hide from the Spanish Armada at the time because they were in a little bit of a war with them, or the English was. And plus, you know, Spain had just uh, also landed in Florida. Uh, Actually, Spain had been in Florida for quite a while at this point. Yeah. They had already colonized much of almost all of Florida, and uh, they set up a deal with England with Queen Elizabeth saying, uh, hey, uh, basically, if you come to where we're at, we will kill you. But you can go anywhere where we're not. So they decided they were going to go, you know, just a little bit north of there to where North Carolina is. And also, uh, yes, they were going to go to Jamestown, uh, but they stopped in Roanoke they didn't really want to stay there because how treacherous the fucking seas are right there. But on top of that, um, 
some people theorize that the reason that they didn't go on to Jamestown was because uh, the women were basically the uh, uh, John White's daughter was starting to go into labor. Mm, that so, would make sense. So she was there. She was having contractions and whatnot, and was like, uh, "Get me the fuck off this boat!" And uh, <laughs> so yeah, and him being captain, he would go, "All right." Yep. We got to do this. So that would make sense. So they, you know, set up shop at Roanoke. Yep. So, yeah, and actually, yeah, within the first month, she had the baby. Um, and then he's got to go back to England, actually, August 25th, 1587. So he goes back to England. Uh, only problem is that war that we're talking about, or that transgression between Queen of England and Spain kind of arose even more and they kind of started in an all-out war and he could not get a ride back to roanoke for three years yeah talk about fucked yeah so they're like hey we need food that'd be like hey i'm gonna go to the gas station go grab us a bite to eat i'm like yeah sorry man there was a gang war that the guy that owns my car <laughs> is a part of yeah. and uh yeah so i couldn't get back for i don't know uh three months <laughs> now that's like saying hey i gotta go to the grocery store i'm gonna take an uber because i don't have my own car and yeah. then your uber driver goes to the gas station and robs the gas station <laughs> with you in the uber car and then you get thrown in jail for three years because you're an accomplice <laughs> yeah basically <laughs> and then finally you trade enough cigarettes and bars of soap and you can make your way back. That's right. <laughs> um, which he does come back uh, three years later. And once he gets there, everybody's empty. It The the settlement's empty. The only thing they have is the croatoan carved on the fence post. And there also was a tree that had the word crow, C-R-O, carved right. on it as well. Now, before you just kind of skimmed over it, but... Uh it's actually kind of a cool story how he got back there was he joined in with this group of English privateers. Do you know what a privateer is? So basically no. what a, basically what a privateer is is it's a pirate who has the backing of the government to go and pirate other countries' shit. Oh, so it's like, hey, as long as it's not our country's shit, fuck them. That's right. So as long as it's not our country's shit, fuck them. They're like, basically, the government's paying for private or for the pirates, right? Yeah. So there's seven ships. I believe it was seven ships that that come over to do the pirating, right? So yeah. while they're fucking around in the Caribbean, uh, they want to they want to. I think it was like Nassau someplace they wanted to go and attack first. And then after they did that, two of those ships were going to go and take John White over to Roanoke. Yeah. So so they do that. They do the pirate thing. And then he basically catches a, a, a pirate ship Uber over to Roanoke to try and find his daughter, the, the colony that they started there, right? Yeah. And uh, on the way there, like when they first when they first get close to the island, there, 
uh, they send out well, basically what's it like a dinghy to get to the island, and the, when they send it out, like the the waves and shit are so bad that it flips the boat over several times, and everybody in that dinghy dies. No shit. Yeah. So they're like, so like fuck. So these, so basically these pirates are like fuck you dude like like our guys are dying trying to get to this stupid ass island we didn't even want to come and do like this isn't even part of our mission yeah and he goes and he he's like no he's like let's this it was him and their their captain and he like basically just starts shoving more money into the captain's pocket like hey like get me to this island i gotta you know find my daughter and granddaughter (coughs) and uh so they finally get him onto the onto the island and then that's when he finds the the message written to the post and he comes back to the the boat like nobody's there but uh what was it what was it that they wrote on the post Croatoan. Croatoan, that's it. And uh, Croatoan is actually another island over in that area. It's like fifty right. it's like fifty miles south of there. And what yeah. he had and what he had told them was uh, if anything happens and you have to leave, because he left a boat behind when he went back to England. Yeah. If anything happens and you have to leave, carve into the tree or the post or whatever where you're going so I know where to find you. Yeah. And uh, so he's like telling his pirate buddies, like, "Hey, let's go to this other island where they had Mark saying that they're going to go and try and find them there." And at this point, it was going to be a mutiny if they fucking went and searched anymore. So they're yeah. like, "Nah, nah, like we, you got your one shot, and that's it. You, you know, that's it. We're done. Yeah, we're done here." That's funny because I, I also heard like so. The Croatoan Island is south, about 50 miles from Roanoke. And I heard that they tried to go, but it was... They tried to go in twice. One, it was so bad weather. And the second time is that they actually had... So they had, like, an anchor, and they, you know... Like, I guess a ship has an anchor and a spare anchor. They have five anchors. Oh, no shit. Yeah. And uh, and apparently one or two of them fucked up or something. Four of them got ripped off the boat. So they're yeah. down to one anchor. So they were like, we don't want to go there and then not have an anchor. Yeah. And then have to go, you know, try to make it back to England without an anchor, which, you know, I'm guessing is difficult. <laughs> if you want to stop, drop the anchor, you ain't got one, then you're just going to like, you know, the seas is your beckoning, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Now that's funny. So I didn't know it was a privateer, but I did know that it was a privately owned ship. Um, and sad to say that he did go. You know, after they tried to go a couple times, they didn't make it. He they did go back to Europe, and he actually John White moved back to, uh, moved to Ireland, and he passed away in, uh, fifteen ninety three. So he never know never knew what the hell happened to his family. No. And even if he was still alive today, he wouldn't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, nobody does. Um, now, some of the weird stuff that happens, you know, when they go to the 
colony, you know, there was no bodies, there was no mass grave, no conclusive evidence of what the hell went on other than the Croatoan. Now, the theories that I've found about this is, uh, the first one is, you know, basically the first governor of, uh, the Roanoke Islands, the Ralph Lane, um, basically pissed off that tribe so bad that they came in and killed everybody. Um, and just basically hauled them off, throw them in the ocean, got rid of them, whatever. Yeah. Um, then, you know, there's actually, uh, you know who Francis Drake is? I've heard the name. Yeah. So Francis Drake, so he was a guy that was like a famous, um, he was, I guess, uh, explorer. He was the guy that was like looking for El Dorado, the city of gold. Oh, yes. Uh, so he actually came uh, to help save the first colonists and brought them back to England. So that was like one of his like big things. And the first colonists immediately, you know, the first round of people. Right. Uh, but they're thinking that, you know, this at, because they pissed off the tribe so much the first round and then they all got out of there. Then all of a sudden, like a little bit later, new colonists showed up. The uh, tribe just kept attacking, took away their food, killed everybody off, that kind of thing. Uh, so they got the blunt of the retaliation that was deserved for the first group. Um, the second one, which is the one I think it makes the most sense to me, is that they, uh, they assimilated. So basically, there was on the, uh, first, the first group that went back to England... Uh, they got two ambassadors for two local tribes. Uh, what is it? Manichees and Man Manateo is what the English called them. One was from the Roanoke Islands tribe, and the other one was from the Croatoan tribe. And they came to England and tried to like talk on their behalf and kind of do that whole thing. Um, and they learned about England and what was going on. Probably a big culture shock, I'm sure. I'm sure. Uh, it's got to be. I mean, if you go from like hunting, gathering, then all of a sudden you go to a metropolis of London. You know, they Lon pulled into a London port. Yeah, Jerry O. London, and uh, you know, what the fuck is this? They would, it would basically be like going to a whole nother fucking planet. Oh yeah, and the planet being absolutely full, like every yeah. inch of space is full of people because to them. You know, I've got to walk 50 miles to find the next tribe. This is like every block has hundreds of people on it. Yep. Like, it had to have been just a mind fuck for them. Um, yeah. Now, what, they're the like, why are these women wearing so much clothing? Yeah, <laughs> this is some bullshit. <laughs> 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 turtlenecks in the summer what yeah right <laughs> i uh <laughs> i was you think they were like, like what's up with all these fucking wigs <laughs> why does everybody have white hair that's curly oh yeah uh, white people are weird <laughs> <laughs> dude um, i would think that now if i went back in time to that era. oh fuck yeah 
If I saw that shit, shit, if I, hell, if I walked down the street and I saw someone wearing one of those wigs, I'm like, head damn it. That's weird as shit. Yeah, but I mean, imagine what, imagine what they would think was weird that we do right now. You know what I mean? Oh, like England from 1590s? Yeah. And they came back today? Oh, yeah. There would be tons of stuff. Yeah, like your haircut, for example. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, your haircut, man. They think they had tremors? There's no fading. No. No, they wouldn't have a fade. It was just bowl cuts and uh, (laughs) ponytails. That's right. Yeah. (laughs) God. (laughs) So, um, so, yeah. So, they definitely got introduced to England. (laughs) We come walking out there in t-shirt and jeans. (laughs) Yeah. They're like, like, what the My word. (laughs) I got a Led Zeppelin t-shirt and some blue jeans. <laughs> like, well, I have some questions. What is a zeppelin, and uh, why is it made of lead? <laughs> so confused. Uh, <laughs> what if it was blast from the past? They just show up, like the lost colony just shows up one of these days, like a time portal. Oh, dude, maybe that's what happened. I mean, that's, that yeah. could be a good theory. Maybe they yeah. they accidentally fell into a time warp. Yeah, a, a rip in the space-time continuum, and they fell into 2020. I'm pretty sure they wouldn't survive. Uh, uh, <laughs> much like, much like how the English settlers brought smallpox, all the shit that we've had to deal with since then, like even shit we don't even think of, like fucking polio and you know measles, mump, chickenpox. Dude, right. chickenpox would take them out for sure. <laughs> They're dead. Like, oh my god, that's so crazy. You know so much. Oh, and they're all dead. Yeah, um, yeah, they'd get COVID nineteen <laughs> for sure. Oh yeah, no, that would just that's that's the game changer right there for sure. Yeah, as soon as they yeah, show cur- up on the golf course on the fucking outer <laughs> banks. Yeah, after you explain them what the fuck golf is, right? <laughs> First thing you do is start throwing masks at them. Here you go. Put this on. Save your life. Yeah. <laughs> I know this isn't the bird beak we've been talking about, but it's close. Uh, so, all right. So we had a uh, two ambassadors from the two different tribes. Yes, go to England. They come back with the the soon to be lost colony. Yeah. Uh, one of them, uh, Manichees, is not happy with England. He sees it as like he comes resentful. He looks at them as like they're going to be an invading force. They're going to take over everything. They He sees the danger of England. On the other hand, Manitou, who is from the Croatoan tribe, is more welcoming. Like, no, this is a good thing. This is going to like, you know, get us into the future, that kind of thing. Uh, he actually, on his way back, gets back baptized as like the first Protestant baptized uh, I guess in the new uh, United States and John White then declares him to be chief of all the tribes of the area which you know there's nothing like some guy from an outside (laughs) 
thing coming in going, hey, this guy's in charge of all of you all now. That's like, right. <laughs> the fuck he is. That's that right. guy, yeah, that guy like emptied the toilets for that tribe. What the fuck's he got to do with our tribe? Like, yeah. So obviously, that might be some of the reason why Manichi was so uh, resentful. He's like, this dude, that dude is now the chief because he got baptized. Man, you guys are dicks. Um, <laughs> so, uh, and actually, uh, the ambassador for Roanoke, he, so they actually attacked uh, Roanoke, you know, the lost tribe, and killed a couple of people, and he was part of the attack. Oh, really? Yeah, he was like, no, fuck them. Like, he <laughs> like he went to England and was like, cool, thanks for the trip. We don't want you all here. And just start, like, so then now you've got the Roanoke tribe just attacking the uh, Roanoke, soon-to-be-lost colony. Yeah, he's like, do you want to keep your trees? We yeah. have to kill them all. <laughs> so that's part of the first theory is that he kept going, going, no, we need to get rid of them. And, you know, these English are going to be back. Let's get rid of the bodies. You know, he was original, you know, old school Jack the Ripper kind of shit. Um, now, the next theory I saw was actually the opposite. The other side of the ambassadorship where um, Manichi or not, I'm sorry, Manateo went down to back to his home tribe because he realized he could not control the Roanoke tribe. So he just went back um, and left the lost colony there. Well, then the theory goes that he went back to save as many people as he could and they went down to the Croatoan Islands. And that's why they wrote Croatoan on the tree to say where they were. Now, John White couldn't get to the island because the i guess the the piratey privatey ship didn't want to go and this there was actually storms and a lot of issues that couldn't let him go right so uh what the theory goes is that they came down there and then over the course of you know all these different years before they even got back that you know a couple years go by they think no one's coming well they start to just assimilate into uh, the tribe and they even think that because of all the attacks of the Roanoke tribe a lot of the men had already passed away so a lot of them ended up being a lot of the women and children which are I guess were easily assimilated into the uh, Croatoan tribe and it wasn't actually until 1888 which is you know like 300 years later yes 54 Croatoan a Native American petition congress for aid describing that they are remnants of the whites last colony or i'm sorry remnants of the whites last or there was actually uh <laughs> ethological uh what is it the directors of the ethological bureau responded to this saying that um it was thought traces of white blood could be uh within these Indian tribes of the Croatoan because they had gray eyes, which was something that wasn't normal uh, for any kind of Native American tribe. So they thought that they could have generations before somehow integrated a bunch of, I guess, European settlers into it. So the theory is that they went down there, they got integrated, and obviously a lot of the genetic traits with went with them because a lot of, uh, you know, 
you know, people would be in half and half, and over time, those little traits would have been kind of hidden through the genetic code. Do English people have gray eyes? See, that was something I was going to look more into. I'm like, who the fuck has gray eyes? Yeah, like, I don't think I've ever seen somebody with yeah. gray eyes before. Me either. Like, I, I thought that was random. But that's, like, one of the things that... Uh, <clears throat> I guess it was like a marker for genetics that made them go, huh, there might be something to that. That's interesting. You are slightly less tan than the others. <laughs> yeah. And your um, eyes aren't quite as dark. Another thing that helps with this theory is the fact that they actually went to the, the area that is the Croatoan Island back then. Right now it's called the Hatteras Islands. That's what it's called today. Yes. And they actually... F found a bunch of artifacts like uh broken bowls uh a writing tablet which would have been used for upper class uh, the hilt of a sword an iron rapier which would have been like a higher end english gentleman would have had and um what is it these these little copper tubes that were used for securing wool fibers they're called like aglets yeah well these are all things that were like used pre 17th century so this would have been right along the time with that colony the problem is the people that found these artifacts also found the artifacts with a bunch of other artifacts were that were in the 17th century yes. so they can't date them because they're like look these all weren't made in the 17th century but they're with all this crap that was from the 17th century so it could so, have just been shit that was that was left behind though, like stuff yeah. that was hand me downs from the generation before. Yeah. And then, you know, got buried with the garbage of the following generation. Yeah. That's that's what I was thinking. Like it would have just I mean, you know, there's only so much stuff, especially back then, you only use what you need. Right. It's not like there was hoarders back then. They're sitting around like, I got to keep this because it was grandma's. Um, so they would just throw it out and they had a garbage pile. The hell they're going to use the rest of it for. Exactly. Like when they go and they dig up my corpse and I have Air Force Ones on, they want to say, well, he must have been from this generation. But yeah. no, I was not. So do you want me to make sure you have Air Force Ones on when they uh, drop you in the ground? Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Odenbeck's body was grave robbed today. Oh, would they take his gold chain? No, his Air Force Ones. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I. Uh, so, yeah, so that was the, uh, the, the, the second main theory of what happened to him. Uh, there was another theory that they moved inland. Uh, this one has the beginning of a little bit of like conspiracy theory. Yeah. Now, the the reason being because they'd only really landed on a couple like outer, you know, kind of kind of outer islands. They hadn't really gone inland yet on in America, uh, but where John White, that cryptographer. There was a study done where he had one of his maps. Now, back then, you would work so intricately on the maps that if you had messed up, you would just take a patch, put it over top of the mess up, and then draw over top of it. Right. 
Okay. So there was one thing that they found that someone, I guess, of the local, the history program, decided to do like an infrared look or x-ray on this map that was his original one, and they found that one of the patches had a, like, essentially a diamond or like a, uh, almost like a star 50 miles inland. Normally that would have been representative of a fort for Mm. old maps. Uh, Yeah. And John White himself actually has been quoted to mention something about going inland 50 miles. And then when where this uh, star is located is exactly, uh, I think, 52 miles. So this would have been the point that some of them might have went. And it's also said that this point and where this inland part is, where this fort may have been, was like a perfect strategic location for uh, English people to be to have a fort and to be hiding out from the Spanish Armada ships that were coming through there trying to find said fort or uh That's right. or English outpost. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, that would have been the perfect spot and they definitely wanted to keep that and what makes this even more um crazy is the map itself. So when they did the infrared scan, you know, it had or ultraviolet scan, I can't remember which one it was, but it, it had the marking and it was a like a blue star and there was a patch on it. And then someone had taken invisible ink and drew on top of the patch another emblem meaning a fort. And they found out and it was just like this is gonna sound crazy, like national treasure, if you put milk or lemon juice to it in heat, it would have brought out the ink, and you would have seen that this would have been a fort. Hmm. So they were. There's been speculation that it was because John White was trying to hide that from uh, English court because there were spies in it, maybe to Spain, and they were trying to keep that a secret. So he would have let everyone else know of the colony, but no one else on the outside. So then he, so he put that little bit of invisible ink going. If you need to go somewhere, you can go here. So who would have been at this fort? Um, it it might just see, that's the thing though. It would have been empty. It just would have been a, I guess, an empty fort. How would was, there have even have been a fort there if they were the first people there? I don't know. I don't that, know either. That's that's part of the theory. Like some people think now I'm going to go ahead and jump ahead on you a little bit, but some people think that that was the spot of an alien landing and that's why he hit it. And that's why like the, the marking was different than what traditionally the fort emblem was. It was blue and all this other stuff, but they were thinking like if it was aliens, that was the spot where the alien landed. They found it. They freaked out. They covered it up because they didn't want to tell anybody about it. And then, you know, he leaves. He's like, hey, you all deal with that. And then they all get abducted. And that's one of the theories is a mass abduction. Well, I feel like, okay, so imagine you are a person living in 1587. Yeah. Okay. 
You see an alien spaceship. Yeah. You don't know what... You don't even know what a fucking alien spaceship is. No. Like, what? You're thinking these are gods. You know what you do? Or you think... Like, if you could even wrap your mind around the technology... Cause like it would just be, it would just look like, you know what thing you would just reference things you know. You're like that looks like a carriage with fire coming out of it, and these little like skinny dudes with big heads come out. And you're like, wow, this they do not look like the rest of the tribes around here. Maybe they have an iron deficiency. Like uh, you would just try to like. <laughs> <laughs> like try to put together what the hell it is with whatever you've seen before. Right. You think they're grays or you think they're greens? You think they're reptilians or you think they're the Nordic looking aliens? What's Nordic aliens? The tall, blonde, super attractive aliens. Uh like they're tall, blonde, kind of pale skinned, very, very attractive. I um nah I I think I'd go with grays. Yeah, probably grays. Yeah. I feel like it'd have to be. <laughs> um oh, oh by the way, the the star on the map which 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 we're discussing, I just saw that. It was discovered in 2012. So it's pretty damn recently when they found this star. Now, I want to see a picture of this star. Like, was it an actual, like, a five-pointed star or a six-pointed no, star? It was a four-pointed star, and it was blue. Uh, and traditionally back then, that meant fort or fortification. And it was for, like, the collie to move inland. Uh, but, like I said, it was covered by that, like, little bit of parchment to make it a secret. Uh how do you even do a four-pointed star? I'm trying to draw a four-pointed star right now, and I don't even know how to do that. Honestly, it looks like a square that if you took, like, the not the points, but the sides and, like, like sucked it sucked all four of those into the middle. Yeah. So it would be just, like, swoop in. Oh, okay. I see what you're oh, saying. Oh, uh, so John White... As this quote was, John White made an oblique reference to the location 50 miles inland in a report in one of his like journal entries where he talked about going 50 miles inland, but they never did. Oh, and that's okay. what some people think like that's where he was going to go. Like that was the plan, but then he covered it up. But then why, why put the invisible ink? That was the part no one could figure out. Do you think he did the invisible ink or could that have been done later? I mean that is a good point. He could have been, here he you know this he could have been done, and then someone else came be like, no no, we're gonna do this later, as like uh, we need to figure this out. Now, I'll tell you what's crazy is that the fort is pretty close to, uh, kind of where the area that would be Jamestown in Virginia, and um. Uh, there was a now this actually turned out to be a hoax like in like the 20s or 30s but someone found a uh virgin what is it virginia dare yeah they called them the dare tablets 
But, so the dare tablets were like writing blocks that people wrote on. That's like how they taught people. Well, there was a like these people said they found like thirteen of them, and they came in, they tested them all, and they were all fake except for one. And one was actually dated to that time period, and it actually had things on it that was actually resemblance to that. And it would have been only about five miles from where that fort would have been is where they said they found it. But because the other 12 or whatever was a hoax, they dismissed that one, which they still have. But that actually helps to further include that maybe they did go to the fort, and that's where the granddaughter, Dare, ended up living out the rest of their days is in the fort you know, with other people, that kind of thing. Now, I did some research on the Dare Stones. Okay. Oh, did you really? And the Dare Stones, what I found out was that the first one is the one that they can't exactly disprove. And it was yeah. actually brought in by a gentleman who said that he found it in a creek. And uh, and they they did like the testing on it and everything and it all dates back to that time and what it says makes sense for what it would say and then they're like if there's one of these maybe there's more of these so they put out an article in the newspaper saying hey if anybody finds anything like this bring it and we'll give you a $200 reward mm. so then a dozen more show up from different people, you know, all trying to collect on that $200. Yeah. But the original one was the only one that was brought in by that one guy. And it's the one that they think, you know, unfortunately because of all these other fakes, that original one kind of gets lumped in with them saying, Oh, well they're all fakes. Yeah. But, a lot of historians now are saying, wait a minute, like that, that might actually have been a real thing. The first yeah. one, which I, uh, I'm kind of like, you know, it could have been cause there was actually other artifacts too, you know, the Anglith tubes and stuff like that. They found a lot of that, which was pre 17th century tools and whatnot that they used then around that area. And around where they think the fort would have been, um, you know, I, there was one theory I saw that it was basically a hybrid of the the last couple ones. Is that the Roanoke, you know, Lost Colony? They split up. You know, half of them went with Manateo down to the Croatoan Island, and the other half just said, "No, we're going to go with the fort." And then they both kind of split off, and then just kind of went their own ways and just tried to like live out until they thought John White would come back. Which and I thought both, and both ended up assimilating into different traps. Yeah. And then that's how you get two areas that both have like similar artifacts of the same area that are all derived from England. Yeah. Now that's the boring stuff. So let's get into the uh <laughs> let's get into the juicy stuff. Yeah. Juicier um, the better. So, one of them was, um, you know, we already talked about aliens a little bit. You know, it, it would have been a mass abduction. Uh, 
you know, some people thought that like that little star would have been the alien landing, and they all freaked out. Um, and then John White left, and then the rest of them couldn't stand being there, so they all tried getting on a boat. The boat they had left went out to sea and all basically drowned. Um, yeah, that's but, one of the theories that I heard too was that that as basically as soon as John White left and went back to England for. Uh, you know, to replenish their goods. Like basically that night, the Indians were like, nah, and they started fucking attacking and they're like, holy shit. And jumped on the boat that they had and tried to leave as well. And, and basically just got lost at sea. I mean, it would make sense because like no bodies were found at any of these sites. That's the crazy part. Cause like, you know, there would be some remnants when the first 15 died at Roanoke, you know, there was bones left behind. There were remnants of them, but these people just upped and just disappeared. So, you know, if they got killed, either the native Americans took them away or the aliens abducted them and, you know, used their bones for, I don't know. Now seasoning when, on now when people usually get abducted by aliens, they usually get brought back. Usually. But, you know, this could have been like the first couple rounds. Like, they, they this is like the first time they really started abducting people. So the first, aliens they, were they, amateurs? Yeah, like this is like day one. Like, all right, guys, we got to start abducting people. How many should we abduct? I don't know. There's a big group there. They're not around anybody. Fuck it. And then, like, they go, you know, to the manager alien. Like, hey, man, we've got so many people. <laughs> Uh, we should not abduct this many next time. This is a big pain in the ass. Yeah. And honestly, it's it's really it's putting a strain on all of us. And the, <laughs> the guy, the manager, being him, he's like, you know what, man, just like just get rid of them. We'll just start doing it one by one. Obviously, we we're too eager. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm, I've got the the brain aliens breathing down the back of my neck. I'm trying to get this shit done. Yeah. You know that kind of thing. They jumped the gun just a little too early. Yeah, as you do when you're running a you know an alien corporation. Exactly. Yeah, I mean that makes sense. <laughs> that all yeah. fits in line. <laughs> uh, those T's are crossed and the I's are dotted on that yeah. theory. So yeah, so it, it's basically that's all substantiated by the the bodies were never found and the uh, the um, oh the map. Yeah, the map. The the so, alien cross. Um, so one of the ones I found was a zombie plague, uh, came through and it would have been the first of its kind, a zombie plague. And because, uh, the Roanoke Island is literally cut off from the mainland. If there was a zombie plague, it would have just happened to them. And then there, they would have actually like eaten themselves. And then the last couple zombies would have just like walked off. And just kind of disappeared, I guess, Walked in the into the water. Yeah. Now, some of that is because they actually thought the colonists might have turned to cannibalism, as well as some people think the, the zombie plague. Uh, this is actually where I found that they said it was a, an 800-year drought, but I don't think that's right. Um, but because they were running out of food and they were having trouble with water, because obviously you can't drink seawater, um, that some of them might have passed away and they might have eaten 
uh, one another to try to survive for a good amount of time. Also, that, the soil on the land of the island that they were on yeah. was not good soil at all for growing oh. anything. I, w- I would assume not. It being like a sandbar, sand is yeah. not a good soil. Right. So, uh, so they were, I mean, they're trying to make a, a homestead there. They are fucked. So I think there was a, um, can you imagine you have no food when, like I said earlier, when they got there, they had lost their reserves, their food reserves before they even got there. So you have no food when you get there. You're now you're desperately trying to fish and hunt for your food. You have no no backups. You have no crops. You have no kind of vegetables or anything like that. You're you're living off of basically fish and any kind of any kind of game that you might be able to get lucky enough to hunt and and kill without going too far away from the group because you don't want to get uh, scalped, you know? Yeah. So, um, so there, I mean, and then, then you send a guy away who's supposed to be gone, and it's not a quick, even if he could come right back, you're talking, I think it's like 90 days or two months maybe. I think it was 50 days. 50 days one way. 50 days yeah. one way across the Atlantic. Okay, so that's 100 days. You got to live, you got to survive 100 days. Okay, this is like, this is the least, at least 100 days with no food, no like fresh water. Yeah. Like you got, and no, you know, you're just, you're just left there. Yeah, I can a hundred percent see them becoming cannibals. It would make sense. It's uh, there was actually a um, a professor. One hundred days turns into two hundred days, turns into three hundred days, turns, turns into, into six hundred days. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, son of a bitch. I was gonna say there was a guy named Lawrence Stage who found evidence of cannibalism around that area, and. People are thinking that might be what it was. I mean, also like what like what would you do? Like you're you're stuck on this island. Your options are, you know, you could stay there and fight to the death people that really don't want you there. You can go down south and try to make friends with the tribe and just assimilate into their tribe. You could go inland and try to find fresh water, food, um, you know, scavenge, that kind of thing. You can get on a boat and try your way back out to sea. Or if people start dying, you can just start eating people. Like, yeah. what What are you going to do? I don't know. But there is a story about a guy. Uh, and John White tells this story about before he left to go back to England to get his reserves. Uh, I can't remember the guy's name, but he went uh, crabbing in the water to try and catch some crabs, right, for them to get something to eat. And he's out there about 15 minutes. Next thing you know, he has over a dozen arrows shot into his fucking body. Yes, yes. And 
they're like, holy fuck. <laughs> like, that's this is the kind of shit that they're dealing with. Yeah. It's like, okay, so in all honesty, he's probably, he was probably really angry with himself that he didn't just say, okay, all of us, let's just go home. Yeah. Yeah. Screw this place. Let's all go back. I don't know. I don't know how I would have been able to leave my daughter and my granddaughter on an island there and just leave them knowing that knowing what knowing the dire situation that they're in. Yeah. I mean, maybe he was a dick. Maybe he was like, you know what? This has been my plan the whole time. I, uh, you know what? He probably didn't like her husband. (laughs) Yeah. That dare didn't like the son-in-law. Yeah, yeah. He probably was. It was probably a marriage that he didn't approve of. Yeah, and because he had other kids, so he's. Oh, like, I didn't know that. Yeah, he had other kids. He had a, he had a a uh, a daughter, another daughter who was older than her, mm-hmm. and then I think he had a son that was younger than her. Uh-huh. And and he's like, he's like. Okay, look, uh, I don't approve, don't approve this marriage. Uh, what what we're going to do is we're going to send you over to the new world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want you out of my fucking hair. <laughs> and then that's why he left them there <laughs> when he came back to get supplies. He's like, yeah. look. he's like, I'm out. He's like, you're just going to have to deal with what you know, do what you got to do. If I got to hear one more story about that guy's fucking weed eater. Right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's probably why when they came back to se- to search for him, he's like, ah, he's like, all right, let's, let's look. Nah, I couldn't find him. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, but yeah. They, they could all be, it could all just be story that he made up saying, oh, well, we went there and it had this, they, you know, they carved on the tree and this and that and, you know, we tried to go to this other island, but the weather was too bad and all this shit. But we were, we were down to one anchor and all. Sounds like excuses, you know? Yeah. Sounds like just yeah. excuses he made up to be like, nah, we never even were. We just stayed in Nassau the whole time, drank fucking yeah. wine and rum. And <laughs> maybe he was, a, maybe he was crazy, man. Maybe he was like, you know what? I, I need a plan to get rid of all these people. And it was really like, 20 people just people he didn't like and then he's just like ah let's let's tell him it's like 115 and i'll just make up a bunch of names there'll be a bunch of john smiths on there and (laughs) they'll just disappear for some reason and i'm gonna go back to ireland and go hang out with my girlfriend they were all people he had civil disputes with (laughs) yeah right like it's crazy all these people on this boat are people that uh you have taken to court or lost in court uh (laughs) Yeah, I'm just trying to pay my debt to society. Well, it was either take them over there or say that they're witches. You know, it's one <laughs> yeah. or the other. Yeah, that'll start later. If they if if they're there when I get back, <laughs> <laughs> they're definitely witches. <laughs> yeah. What about oh. Bigfoot? You think Bigfoot could have killed them? Mm. Or they could have assimilated with Bigfoot. <laughs> Bigfoot having gray eyes. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Or uh, they, because you know, Bigfoots are all males, and they need females to reproduce. Yeah. So the English women were easy targets for that. Well, yeah. What do you think? That's the. That would have been crazy if that was the first sighting of Bigfoot. Maybe that's what that star represents. <laughs> Where they saw Bigfoot? Yeah. <laughs> there was a Bigfoot camp there. Yeah. It's like, oh, shit. You don't want to go there. There's a giant apes. What the fuck? <laughs> Walk yeah. on two legs? It could have been. It's possible. I think so. Yeah. I think there was actually a, a pyramid there where that star was. Oh, yeah? Much like the Great Pyramids in Egypt. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they destroyed, they gunpowdered the shit out of that thing. Oh, that's how, why they why they hit it. That's right, and now the the remnants of that py, of that pyramid are what make up the uh, Washington Monument. Nice, nice. In Washington D.C. Yeah, it's facts. <laughs> facts. <laughs> National treasure shit, man. What do you think? Or maybe they were experimented upon. Uh, by I don't know the Bigfoots. Uh, <laughs> what if the Spanish found them? I mean, that was actually that was one of the theories. Yeah, uh, like that I makes sense. Out. Yeah. The, I mean, uh, why 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 not? It's right there. They're right there yeah. on the island, right on the coast. Spanish the pro- are, are already looking for English outposts. They're on a search for it. They're a continuous search for it. The the that whole three the whole three years reason why he couldn't come back was because of the Spanish and English War. I mean, it makes a hundred percent sense that the Spanish came up looking for English outposts in the New World, found this colony of people, all English. And was yeah. like, nah, and just took them. Yeah, I was going to say, they wouldn't have necessarily killed them, maybe. They probably would have taken them captive. Yeah, they took them and, and enslaved yeah. them. So they enslaved them, took them to Florida, you know? Yeah. Yeah, there, uh, there you will find their bones in Tallahassee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With the trailers down there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Did you also know that when, uh, supposedly, when John White was uh, coming back to the Roanoke Island to search for them, um, when they were first approached the islands, they saw smoke, like fires burning at night, because when they first got there, it was nighttime, yeah. and they could, they could see fires burning on the island and when they got there, they couldn't find any trace. They saw two different spots. There were fires burning on the island. Yeah. And, and the next morning when they got to the island and searched, they couldn't find any trace of where these fires were, which really spooked out the pirates. Oh, I bet. Because, yeah. I mean, can you imagine that? You're on your pirate ship at night. You can clearly see two separate bonfires in the woods on this island. And you're like, and they're thinking 
that all oh, these people are definitely alive. Look, they got fucking bonfires going. Oh yeah, they got a party going on right, right now. So they start they start singing the pirates. Did you hear about this? They start singing no. English pirate songs and shit. Or not really pirate songs, but just English like well known English songs like loudly on the boat to try and basically build morale of their own men because like I said earlier, they had a whole group on the dinghy that died that day. Yeah. And uh, not only that, but to inform the, if they were English people with those bonfires, they'd be able to hear them singing out there and know that, oh, my English fellow men have arrived. Yeah. You know? So, my brethren. Yeah. So they, so they were say so they spent all night singing these English songs and being loud and and uh and then they like I said, they go over there in the morning, go up on an island, they search first places they search is where they saw these bonfires. Nothing. Can't even find where the bonfires were. Hmm. Makes you wonder if it was the tribe or witches. I don't know. Um it definitely could be witches. Yeah. That was definitely one of the theories that it was witches that, like, some of them within the Lost Colony were witches and took out the rest of the colony. What if they were all witches? What if all the women were witches? It was a coven. Them. It was a coven of witches. Yeah. It was the first coven that came to America. Yeah. Yep. Nice. The Bennett family. Yeah. The Bennett family? Yeah. You don't know who that is? Uh-uh. It's like the most powerful witches in the Vampire Diaries. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I did not. I have a buddy whose last name is that, and I was like, Bennett? What's going on with the Bennetts, huh? So what's your favorite theory? Of all these theories, what's your favorite? Let's, let's wrap this up. What's your, what's your favorite theory? What do you think actually happened to the lost colony? Of Roanoke. All right. So what makes the most sense to me is that a time portal was opened up. No, I'm fucking around. Um, that, <laughs> all right, to to really be, like, serious about this, I, uh, I think the one that makes the most sense to me is that they went down to Croatoan, the Croatoan Islands, with Manateo, who was obviously a friend of them and was pro-English, they kind of just stay down there waiting for John White. John White, because he didn't own the ship, couldn't talk them to make the trip or actually get all the way down there without having to turn back. And for some fucking weird reason, he just goes, yeah, yeah, they're probably fucking gone, and I'm just going to sit here in Ireland now. Now, granted, I'm sure he might have ran out of money because he probably sunk everything he had in going back there. Uh, but that's what makes the most sense to me that they stayed there. They eventually, you know, once the older, the men, the older women died out and the younger generations stayed behind, you know, they learned the language the culture. They just kind of got assimilated into it. That's what, that's what makes the most sense to me. And then maybe some that didn't want to go with Manateo, uh, you know, maybe they went to the fort or the alien landing. And, uh, you know, go figure out what that stuff was all about. Yeah. What I, about you? I like that. I like that theory. Uh, my theory, I think uh, what happened, what what happened was, uh -huh. I think they did split up. 
I think some of them went to this fort and inland and some of them decided to go. I think, uh, I think the, uh, Dare family and, uh, and a couple other families went inland to the fort. And then I think a whole nother group of them went south to the uh, Croton Island. And I think the group that went to the Croton Island got captured by the Spanish because at oh. that point you're 50 miles south, which is a hell of a lot closer to Florida. Yeah. Um, and I think you're going to get, I think you're eventually within that three year time period, they got caught by the Spanish. And I think the group that went to inland 50 miles inland to the, uh, quote unquote fort that was out there. Uh, I think they basically after time had passed and nobody came for them, they did the only thing that they could do to survive, which was assimilate with the local people. It makes sense. I mean, you got to do what you can to survive, and the best way to do is find someone else that can survive there. Yeah. I don't know. I, don't know. I think that's what happened. I think that's what happened. I don't think there was any aliens involved. Uh, I think yeah. at this point, the aliens had left and not came back. I think aliens left pre-Jesus, and they yeah. didn't come back until we discovered the nuclear bomb. Hmm. Nice. I think that's when we perfected the nuclear weapon, uh, that's when the aliens came back and was like, what the fuck are these monkeys doing down here? <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. I, um, yeah, I'm the, the whole thing about people throwing in aliens or like witchcraft or zombies. I'm like, I feel like you all just want that to happen. So every historical spot, they're like, Oh no, that's what happened. I'm like, I don't think that's what happened, man. Like, no, no, I'm telling you, man. Uh, whenever uh, Mussolini uh, gave his speech, there was zombie vampires. There totally was. Yeah. Like, what the there, fuck are you talking about? Else. Yeah. Um, I don't know why, where I pulled that out of my ass from, but yeah. I don't even know if he gave speeches, but it was a historical name and then plus... Mussolini could hardly <laughs> ever get a word in edgewide because... Hitler was always so coked up out of his fucking mind <laughs> that <laughs> there was only one person talking in those conversations. Yeah. I knew it was something like that. I was like, I knew he was from Italy <laughs> and he uh, couldn't talk. <laughs> <laughs> Zombie vampires. All right. Uh, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm definitely with you on that. I think it was just a, it was a survival thing. Like, survival. what are you going to do to survive? That's right. Yeah. Survival. Don't go crab fishing is the yeah. more moral of the story. And uh, don't go chasing waterfalls. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. So right, uh, man. I think we figured out. I think we figured it out. Yeah, we figured I, it out. We know. I think we've uh, we've once again came to the conclusion. Hashtag facts on all these. Uh, one episode after another after another. We come to the bottom of what the fuck is going on. Yeah. And I'm very proud of us. Yeah. We're <laughs> killing it. <laughs> if you care to disagree, uh, yeah. email us at soberlessthoughts at gmail.com. That's right. And uh, we love to hear when we're wrong. But 
it never happens because we're always right. That's right. Well, you uh, you have a hard time telling us how wrong we are. I know that. <laughs> so uh, you can check us out on Facebook at Soberless Thoughts. You can check us out on Instagram at Soberless Thoughts. Check us out on Twitter at Think Soberless or just search Soberless Thoughts. That's right. Come check out all the old episodes at SoberlessThoughts.com. So basically what we're saying is stay cheesy, keep it greasy. On a bench, just mining alone. While I eat my ice cream swirls, she steps to the top of a waffle cone. Says I make her happy, must be doing something right. Says I make her smile, must be doing something right. Says I make her happy, must be doing something right. Says I make her smile, must be doing something right. She's my sugar muffin. She's all my sweet loving. She's all that I'm needing. She's my sugar muffin. She's my sugar muffin She's all my sweet lovin' She's all that I'm needin' Yeah, she's my sugar muffin Here, say anyway all day in that way Watch your mouth as you go on a play Seven inch heels walking all day You better watch out cause those hips are going to sway Says I make her laugh, must be doing something right Says I make her love, must be doing something right Says I make her laugh, must be doing something right Says I make her love, must be doing something right She's my sugar muffin She's all my sweet loving She's all that I'm needing Yeah, she's my sugar muffin She's my sugar muffin She's all my sweet loving. She's all that I'm needing. She's my sugar muffin. She's my sugar muffin. She's all my sweet loving. She's all that I'm needing. Hey, she's my sugar muffin. Girl who created the world, she sits on a bench just mining alone. While I eat my ice cream swirls, she steps to the top of a waffle cone. Says I make her happy, must be doing something right. Says I make her smile, must be doing something right. Says I make her happy, must be doing something right. Says I make her smile, must be doing something right. She's my sugar muffin. She's all my sweet loving. She's all that I'm needing. She's my sugar muffin. She's my sugar muffin. She's all my sweet loving. She's all that I'm needing. Yeah, she's my sugar muffin. She's my sugar muffin. She's all my sweet loving. She's all that I'm needing Hey, she's my sugar muffin